We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. Step nine. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm spoiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not even on top of you. You shouldn't be talking at this point. I will still never understand the decision-making by one of our own. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and Apocalypse Now, our weekly movie hangout show here on the channel. Uh, quite a show we have planned for you this evening. Um, lots of stuff has happened over the last 48 hours, and we timed it perfectly here on a Tuesday night to cover it all. Uh, as you can see for the moment, it is an OG start to the show. Uh, Brian will be joining us here in just a little bit. Um, but if you saw the thumbnail, you know exactly what this is all about. Four huge project trailers were released over the last two days, as well as some massive, massive news out of the Wizarding World. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this. Let's introduce everybody around the table and see how they're doing this evening. Let's start with Mr. Jacob Harley. Jacob, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. I feel bad for you, though, Jake. This this is too much San Francisco for you right here, isn't it? Just too much. I'm used um, to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm good. You know, that intro, the, the sad thing about that is I don't even remember what movie I put above Remember the Titans. And that's terrible because if it's my number one sports movie, I it's should. Probably uh, the Jamie Foxx Al Pacino one, right? Was it like Any Given you know, Sunday? Was it's it like Airbud or something? No, once I see it, I'll like, oh, yeah, duh. I mean, it's got to be like Hardball or something like that. I don't know. But um, no, Hardball's all right. I, I like that movie. No, I'm doing well. Just got home from work. Um, I got to fix all these glares in my new room, though. Got one on the whiteboard, the TV. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I think you are right. I mean, glares yeah. glares are natural. That's why I can't just wear my glasses. Producer glares, Jake yeah. approve. <laughs> I just, I can't. It's, I can't. The glasses, my glare off of my screen. I know it does. So it. bad. <laughs> You can't see my eyes because it's like tilted and everything. Anyway, anyway. Uh, they got to fix that. They got to fix it, that. <laughs> like, we're in 2023. There's got to be some way to get rid of Flair. Like, I'm come sure. on. Ju, uh, how about you, man? How, how are you doing over there? Good. I'm in the middle of a uh, week-long, uh, I don't want to call it vacation, because vacation makes it seem like you're going somewhere, like to a destination. <laughs> I'm on a week-long staycation. Pretty much, I'm there away from work. So it's been nice and relaxing. Uh, I went to my first chiropractor today. Uh, that was a little bit nerve wracking because, you know, when they when they adjust the, the neck, you're always like, please don't kill me. Don't don't, you know, uh, uh, what do you God? What do I think? Man of Steel. My God. Wow. You know, and uh, Superman killed General Zod. But no, these guys are professionals. You know, they realigned uh, my back, my spine. And um, by the time I was done, I noticed when I stood up, like my posture was all great. I wasn't slouching anymore. There wasn't really any pain. And so I signed up and I was, you know, going to be doing this every week. And, uh, you know, self-care, feeling relaxed. Let's go. (laughs) Wow. Interesting. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I was like the most upbeat I've ever seen Geo. Maybe ever. it is working. Of like <laughs> Yeah, like of all time. Like I, Maybe I don't we should know all go time. to the chiropractor. Yeah, I think the last time I saw Geo like this was the first time I ever met him. So, um, yeah. yeah, and he had some, he had some drinks in his system that night too. So, um, we, we this guy right here. Yeah, he did. He did. he did. Okay. What? I don't. I don't remember I, that. And I exactly. had to drive you home. You don't remember. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> you know where I was going up for that one. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, no, chiropractors are, are a great thing. I mean, I, I've gone to a couple over my lifetime just because of sports and everything. And they do some great work, man. It's, it is terrifying though. You're right. Like it is, it is, it's a little scary when they're putting their hands like around your neck specifically. And they're like, okay, just relax. And they just like jerk your head to the left or the right. Uh-huh. It's definitely a feeling. They're like, relax the jaw, relax the jaw. I'm like, I'm trying, but yeah, <laughs> and, yeah but you know, it was okay, man. How are you doing, Jake? I'm hanging in there, man. It's it's been a uh, it's been a busy couple days. Uh, the weekend was very very busy, um, incredibly busy. I was barely home. We were doing all kinds of stuff as far as errands and running around um, locally here in Sacramento to do a bunch of things. Uh, today we had a three hour meeting at work. It was what? exhausting. Oh my goodness! Um, it so it's uh, everyone knows or if you most people who follow us know that I, I do product development and marketing for my job um, regarding baseball. And uh, we were talking about a bunch of products. And so it took three hours worth to get through like 12 different products. So um, wow. it was very long and it comes early in the morning and crosses through lunchtime if it goes long. So I'm sitting there like starving and waiting to eat and like all this stuff. And um, but it's good. You know, I mean, I, I can't complain. There's there's no reason to complain. I went to the golf range after work, took some time to myself. Nice. Walked the dogs. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing to complain about. So it's good. Productive day. It's been a productive couple days for me. That's for sure. A couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we get this going, our fourth member is here. If he's ready, give me the thumbs up and I'll bring him in. Just bring Brian, him in. Fashionably late, Mr. Just Brian. bring him in. <laughs> Dinner ran long. What'd you have? <laughs> Uh, well, we went out, but I had pork chops, you know, a little, Ooh. A little fancy, fancy. Nice. You know? any, wow. any gravy on the pork chops? Or no, No, it was actually barbecued pork chops. So Ooh, barbecue that's... Mm. What'd you have with it? Uh, potatoes and corn. So you ate oh, a vegetable. Can't go wrong. Wow. Well, it's a starch, but fair. I'll count it. Is well, it mashed, oh, corn, mashed potatoes or corn like a baked potato? Or... No, it's like a mashed potato type <laughs> thing. All yeah. right. God. You're making door dash right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. Since he is here, let's start the show off quickly because we have so much to get to with the movie watching challenge here on the channel. Okay. Brian, in case you missed it last week, uh, Gio and I, uh, we started the show off and we both did it at the same exact time. Like, <laughs> we, had a, we had a duet. Yeah, there was like an echo. Unplanned? Yeah, like totally unplanned. Yeah. We both just wow. did it. Um, we had a fully new. Can yeah. we record that one? And can that be the official one? Sorry, Brian. <laughs> no, you're Probably. fine. That's all fine with me. That's, Probably. that's too special. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, look, last week, Brian, who was not here, was challenged uh, to four movies, and the wheel made the decision, which was Spotlight. He watched yes, the joy wow. of the thrill of a movie. The 2015 Oscar winning spotlight which has an incredible cast obviously a very tragic uh just not good story but an incredible film 
overall. Uh, his review and reaction to that movie will be coming out later this week on a different video. So look forward to that. For now, though, yeah, it might have to be a to... double feature because I missed the last one too. Possibly. Very, very I don't even remember what it was. Or maybe I'll just have you shoot too. Um, the next part of all this is he gets to challenge someone. He gets to pick four movies, put them on a wheel, let the wheel decide who that what that person is watching. So Brian, take it away. Who are you challenging, and what are you challenging them to? Do you have the wheel? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just realized though, I forgot to sign in, so it's like not the apocalypse themed one, but whatever. I think I think <laughs> we'll survive. Um, I have the apocalypse. Never mind. It's okay. I was gonna say you can send it to me, but no big deal. No big deal. The apocalypse themed wheel. Mm-hmm. No big deal though. Just go ahead. Um. So I have challenged my good friend Gio Ramos. Oh, I thought you were gonna choose. Jake. We're friends. Yeah. Damn. Good friend. I first sure uh, thought it was awesome. coming to me. Honestly. Now, um, uh, you guys. I think friends, I think he challenged right? you last time. That's why. I challenged you last time. Oh. Because you were mad that you were busy that week. Oh Brian, yeah, you really hey, screwed my week. Brian, uh, I wasn't not here. Out, I'm on so vacation. Are you on vacation? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. So let's Beautiful. be honest. He's still gonna wait until like Monday night to watch it. So. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I have to set reminders now. So I, I know that's that's exactly where my head goes. Um, what do you got for me? I've got some movies that majority. I'm like, he hasn't seen this. Because uh, I've seen all of them on the wheel, so wow. that okay. is that is what's most shocking. And your wheel, sir, consists of Temple of Doom, oh, Parasite, okay. Lady yep. Bird, and The Devil Wears Prada. Damn, what a, what a random wheel. <laughs> yep, that's it's right. Yeah, yeah. those I four movies seen... could not be any different. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot to put the wild. Uh-oh. I'm all over the place. Jesus, do you know how to spell it? There we go. Nice. There go. I didn't know you could uh-huh. add. Cool. There. So are you? what are you leaning towards? What would you like? I mean, you, you can't go wrong with either one or any of them. It just, I feel like I should watch Lady Bird because I'm in Sacramento. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada, I hear amazing things about. Mm-hmm. Temple of Doom, I need to watch before June. <laughs> That's the obvious and, choice here. What the hell? And Parasite. Wait, I so mean, I, 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 I'm not in a rush to watch Parasite. Watch it be Parasite. <laughs> Wait, so you've seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, I went. I went to theaters for that one. I mean, to be honest, you you can you can watch indie however you want to. Like they aren't really. Like, of course, it's like each one's like a new adventure. kind. Yeah, of. like yeah. they they connect slightly in small like snippets so you can watch them however you want to. So it's not like it's really like the one franchise you can be like, oh, I'll pick. I mean, of course, there's other franchises. Chat, just calm down. I know you're all typing away <laughs> your little fingers, but you can watch them out of order if you want to. But it's the obvious choice here. Come on. Yeah, I know which one I want. Probably the same one Brian wants is the one that I want. Yeah. Ladybird. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm honestly, <laughs> I really like Parasite, but that's honestly mm-hmm. the least one that I want on this whole entire wheel for you. Personally. Then why would you choose it? Because it, out of his choices, these are the four I wanted. But I'm yeah. saying if he lands on something, Parasite would be the last one I would want. Probably going to be Parasite then. Probably 100%. Yeah. I'm, that's how, that's how the wheel works. I'm waiting. Uh, 
for it to strategically start on Parasite? No, no, no. That's no. what I, I was thinking. I, the same thing. No, too. no, no. <laughs> I, I, come on, come on. I said it doesn't. Wait, I guess. Really okay, okay. Start, start, start. <laughs> no cheating here. No. Devil wears. Pride. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take it. There we go. That's a good one. Oh, That's a good one. Right. Devil Wars Prada is a very good movie. It's a yeah. very Yeah, like, good haven't you heard all the pop cultural re references already, like, in, from this movie? Or you're probably well, going to recognize them because people most, still quote this movie today. Right. And most notably, uh, Cruella, right? That was the movie, the, the, the Disney adaptation oh, it was with Emma Stone. Yeah. And everyone was saying Devil Wars Prada. And I'm like, yeah. it, took, it took huge okay. inspiration from Devil Wars Prada. Yeah. 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 So, man. I can't wait to see this. You get a you get a young Anne Hathaway. You get a young Emily Blunt. You get Meryl Streep when she was everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think Stanley Tucci's in there. Yes. Um, the dude who plays uh, the main the uh, main the entourage character. guy. Yeah. Uh huh. I forget his real his real life. I was name. gonna say Adrian Chase, but that's the Adrian that's his... Chase from Entourage. Yes, correct, correct. That's his fictional name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, pretty pretty good cast in a movie that I think a lot of people were surprised was as good as it was. To be honest, people are still clamoring for a sequel, and they refuse to do it. So no, I don't. I don't need a sequel. I think it's of really they, they're not going to. Not a, yeah. Not I think it's awesome. a really good as a just a I mean, singular it, film. I don't know how. I, I sorry, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I just well obviously you haven't seen it. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say something about a sequel because like. Because of how great it is, you know, you you don't want to ruin a, a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. But maybe do a prequel. I don't know. Oh, right? I got a Meryl, Meryl, Streep, Meryl Streep prequel. Meryl Streep. I mean, you could do and you could do stories on Meryl Streep's character for days. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Big time. There you go. I'm, I'm very interested, actually. Out of all those, I even Lady Bird, I kind of was like, that one would be the most interesting one for you to watch. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week you'll see a review from Geo, possibly and hopefully with Brian reviewing and talking about the Devil Wears Prada, um, and then Geo obviously. I get to be on one because I've seen the movie. Because you've seen it, I know. Right. Hey. Um, and then the the cycle continues. Geo gets challenged with someone next week, so uh, stay Wait tuned for that. And of course, uh, Brian's reaction and review will be coming out a little bit later this week as well. With all of that said, let's get to it, boys, because we have a lot to discuss. We're leaving as much time as we possibly can to break all of this down. We have four trailers and one big piece of news that we'll get to in here in just a little bit. We're going to start off, and I'm do we're doing this chronologically, so by the trailer's release and how they release, we're going to start with Secret Invasion, the upcoming Marvel Disney Plus show that we'll be releasing this June. Um, a very, very, very popular comic book storyline is being adapted for the television screen on Disney Plus. Uh, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, Talos, and a number of other characters, new and familiar, Ever will be crossed. returning to this uh, for this series. Um, no exact number of episodes, but I'm guessing probably the six range, because that's usually what Marvel does with six? their shows. I'm thinking six hour long episodes. I was feeling eight, eight, but so. you know, you might be right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, Geo. <clears throat> Geo did a reaction on the channel, so you can check that out now. It's available. So I'm going to leave Geo to step in after uh, Jacob, Brian, and myself kind of give our thoughts out there. So Geo, step in when yeah. you need to. Uh, but sure. Jacob, I want you to kick us off here. Uh, thoughts, and then Brian just filtering right after him. What did you think about this trailer for Secret Invasion? Yeah, I like it. I mean, they're definitely going for 
something very different. I mean, whenever you're dealing with Nick Fury, right, it's more in the realm of like Winter Soldier tone. So it, it has that kind of feel to it. Um, I'm just like, and I, I can't wait to see Ben Mendelsohn back. Like he was such, he. now that I think about it, like, wasn't he the best part of Captain Marvel? Like arguably he might have been. And, and Jacob, of... just in case you didn't hear, because I know that sometimes news skips over yeah. you. Amelia Clark is confirmed to be playing Talos' daughter from Captain Marvel. Okay, see, I did not know that. So that makes me like the trailer more because I was like, who is her character? But they have already told us, right? Yeah. Okay, so that, I like that a lot. Um, no, it, it works for me. For what they're going for, it works. I just, it's really hard for me because I, I just hope they explain how um, they were able to stay hidden because there's so many powered beings in the mcu that like let's say just for example like would they be able to uh trick scarlet witch and make would she like i feel like she could just undo that somehow like she'd be able to see through it and be like oh you guys aren't who you are i'm hope there's a way they're like okay we can stay hidden from everybody and so that that's what i hope for but for a trailer i really dug it and yeah now that i know that she's because Wait, did we meet his daughter, right? We briefly met her at the very oh, end of the movie. In the movie's in the 90s, so she's her grown up. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I so uh, regarding the explanation part of it, all of it, I don't think that there's any chance this series is told without explaining that. Yeah. Um, and also, if you know the comic book history, you know that there's a reason why they're so good at hiding themselves. Like... And that's just, and obviously we can't expect everyone to know that because mm -hmm. comics are a very just minority of people who read specific comic book storylines. But um, yes, they would be able to trick someone like Scarlet Witch. Yes, okay. they would be able to trick someone like Thanos if he ran into them. So they're the whoever. ultimate super spies. They trick, and just, you know, knowing yeah. now, like what for everything we know now, obviously it'll probably change, but they tricked Nick Fury, who is typically the best at that type of stuff. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, yeah, I also I think it might be slightly be just them not looking for it. That's a good point too. Oh, like and and to your point, Jake. Like when Spider-Man finally got a hold of his senses, his Peter Tinkle, you can call it, when he defeated Mysterio, he didn't know that that wasn't really Nick Fury. That was Talos. Ah, so that's even a fair if point. yeah, if Spider-Man can't sense it, you know they got to be that damn good. That's all I'll say. Hmm. Act like you know. I mean, Insider Geo knows everything, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I, I scoured to make sure the Amelia Clark stuff was true, and it wasn't because I swear they had been like. How many times did we hear, oh, she's confirmed to be Abigail Brand? Like, it was like, she's so confirmed. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no one has said yes or no on it. So, like, it's still a prevailing theory for a lot of people. I, well, no, it's, it's, I, no, it was, it was said in an interview. Like, it's official. Yeah. It, like, full like it, on. It, it, like, they dropped a bunch of new photos and stuff, and it was in the package of, like, I play this character. Like, yeah. This is what's happening. Like it's an official statement from article trades, everything like it's, yeah. it's a rumor. This is actually happening. 
Yeah, no. Oh, it, it, nice. it, I think I forget who someone says someone. It was like Vanity it. Fair or Deadline or someone uh, big, no, and someone then everyone ran it. with it. So. Someone like literally like said it in a video. I forget where I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that person didn't, yeah, didn't wasn't hiding that." Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that that there is some truth to that, and when she's in human form her name is Abigail brand and stuff like that. Like that is her. I hope so. Cause Abigail brands a massive character. Yeah. It's uh also, these are two separate characters like yeah. Talos's daughter and Abigail brand. And yeah, Talos's I mean, daughter is just Talos. I could say daughter. she's both, you know, like they've done that before. Um, so yeah. Um, I, I think it looks great. I mean, this is, this is almost kind of like the palate cleanser of all the stuff from the last two years. Cause this is, I mean, yes, the scrolls have superpowers, if you will, but like no one's going to be using a shield that comes back or shooting laser beams out of their hands, minus certain scrolls and stuff. But like, yeah. it's going to be a much more, grounded level do we know uh, when it takes place current timeline yeah i think it's current timeline oh that's it would have to be i hope so it's 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 not like a year ago or anything it would have after... to be after endgame yeah mm -hmm. yeah 100 and it's no i know i'm just saying like it's a hundred percent after endgame yeah Maybe. and it, it's got to be after spider-man it's got to be after even though ant-man takes place in the quantum realm mm. oh quantum because nick fury was gone and he came back after yeah. after no way home okay mm -hmm. or no yeah. after far from home yeah far from home yeah but yeah i mean i'm all on board i think this is gonna <clears throat> it's i mean i know people are saying superhero fatigue is like a major thing right now which that's fine so I think this would be this is going to be the nice little like break, if you will, kind of, because I mean, outside of outside of them shape shifting, there isn't really much super powered stuff, except I'm convinced the main bad guy is the super scroll. A hundred percent, he is. Like, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the Fantastic no, Four one. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I'm hundred percent with you. It yeah. makes sense. You have to introduce him at some point, and yeah. it's the perfect opportunity in Secret Invasion. Yeah. So I. I mean, the second I saw in the trailer his arm stretch, mm -hmm. I went Super Scroll. Yeah. That's literally the Super Scroll. Like yeah. they, they might switch it around or anything, but he's gonna be some version of the super scroll type person. And it makes the most sense when fantastic four is right around the corner, um, whether or not they're connected. I mean, comic book wise, yes, they're very much so connected. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I mean, I dug it. Give me, we're in kind of a, uh, like a espionage. I'm so vibe, for it. vibe right now so with all these TV it. shows. Uh, I'm so Night agent. Um, what else is going on that's like espionage? I feel like there's on all the streaming services, someone's got an espionage style. The show. spy genre has definitely taken 
it was it took a nice long break for a while you know over the past at some point over the last like 10 years or so uh but maybe even before 10 years but with the resurgence of the mission impossible franchise the finishing off of the daniel craig movies for 007 and then like you mentioned a bunch of just kind of one-offs like jack ryan's and reacher well, andor was andor, very, and andor this, right yeah. yeah there's a lot that's happening over the last couple of years and i am all for it i everyone knows how much i am obsessed <laughs> with spy espionage thriller type stories the winter soldier uh is my favorite marvel movie and it feels like the yep. winter soldier yeah. um, it has that vibe to it and that's that's exactly what this show needs and it, it's it feels like it's being told the right way and obviously when you have nick fury you expect that but it definitely feels like they're going all in on it, and I'm all for it. And Brian, you mentioned the word grounded, which I think is a great, great word for this show. Um, outside of the, the scroll stuff, it's going to be hand-to-hand combat and gun violence, and I'm all for it. I am all for it. I cannot wait to meet many of these characters. Um, this is going to catapult the MCU in a way that I think a lot of people aren't expecting. I think the scrolls are going to be a very large part of what's coming and this is just the beginning of it so um, it has to be super excited secret invasion is one of the top comic books it's not going to be similar it's going to have similarities but it's going to be pretty different from the comic books for the most part but it's still one of the top tier marvel avenger events it's the it's the infinity gauntlet it's civil war it's secret invasion those are like the three top that have always kind of pop up yeah it's so i mean sorry i was muted (laughs) i was asking is nick fury um as prominent in this comic book storyline he's i mean not not the main not the main character it's like civil war where it's just like oh it's everybody it's an event type thing yeah so like i like this because like look they were never gonna make a nick fury movie like maybe at some point they could have but i don't think they ever planned on it but this is where nick fury's the main character which i really like that because like does he own is this all he does like this job or is there more to him? So I'm excited to find that out too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm so excited to see how this shakes up the MCU in terms of which characters have we come to love aren't really themselves. <laughs> and I keep hearing yeah. one name that I won't say on here. I just pray to God it's not true. But I'm so looking forward to this, uh, Jake. You know, for the reasons most notably that you touched on, you know, the spy thriller, Warner Soldier. You know, you, I'm high on that uh, movie as well, and I just can't wait to see what this does. I just this will be the one MCU project since probably Loki where I'm I'm gonna watch every week, like prioritize, like starting it. I don't know if I'll be up at midnight, but. Yeah, I'm there. I prioritize. Not enough to have a good night, but priority. I haven't yeah. been this excited for an MCU movie or project in general, like this excited in a very, very long time. Like wow. if we included TV shows in our most anticipated list for the year, this would have beat all of the Marvel movies for me. This is the number one thing this year for Marvel that I'm looking forward to. And maybe even at, uh, next huge. year too, which I'm like, I'm trying to think out what comes, what comes next year, but um deadpool wolverine 
That comes next year, really? Next yeah. fall? 20, September yeah. 2020. That might beat this, but <laughs> as far as like the MCU stuff we know. Um, all right. Or but, next year, too. No, it's a year after. Uh, question for the class before we move on and go quickly, rapid fire, or just off the top of your head from the characters we know are in this show. Who do you think is a scroll? Uh, I think Everett Ross will be a scroll. That's a good. That's a good prediction. Okay, because I think he'll be in Wakanda. That's a good prediction. Wait, mm-hmm. from from who the trailers have shown? Just the characters we know, the, the cast members we know are in the show. So Maria Hill, Rhodey, Nick Fury, Everett Ross, uh, Olivia Coleman's character. Dude, we haven't even talked about her. Yeah, but He's like going to be that be ass. Uh, but who, like, like, who do you think is a scroll? Like that we know is in the show. I'll say Maria Hill. Really? I, I no, Geo. That would have been my number two. Yeah, it scares yeah. me because I love her so much. I love, I love that character, but I do think she's a scroll. Yeah. yeah. Like she's all right. First of all, they show <laughs> her as a scroll in Far From Home. I think so, she's like, been a scroll the entire time. You think she's been a scroll the entire time? Yeah. Okay. I think. Look to me. That would be big. As far back as Avengers? Yeah, man. Uh, Maybe not as far back, but like at some point early on, she was taken over. If they reveal that Maria Hill has been a scroll, that's huge. And to me, it has to be huge. Like if it's a new character we meet in this series. Yeah, it has to be someone we know. I'm thinking Rhodey. Dude. Here's what I'm thinking. Terrence Howard comes back? Something like. That'd be wild. I'm not saying this specifically. But what if Rhodey did actually die after that fall in Civil War? And for some, like, the, the scrolls are like, this is our chance to infiltrate it, infiltrate the Avengers. It would be interesting because Armor Wars. Something like that. Yeah. That well, they do crazy. have that line in the trader, where are the Avengers? Like, yeah. So man, that would, be that would suck. If, if, Ter- if Terrence Howard comes back, I Terrence will. Terrence Howard ain't never coming back, Gio. Hey, he's talked never, such never mad say crap never. about not just Marvel, but Robert Downey Jr. There's no way he's coming back. Well, Robert Downey Jr. is not in the MCU There's anymore. There's no okay. way he's coming Well, at back. least not until. Never mind. <laughs> I, yeah, this. I, I can't believe I forgot about Olivia Coleman, though. She's going to be. Yeah, man. Savage. Her the yeah. way they had changed her character and have been saying like she's just a ruthless cutthroat, no emotion. Like her and Nick Fury are gonna be awesome together. Oh, I can't so wait. good. Do they yeah. I, I won't say anything? Yeah, let's not let's not say anymore. Let's go ahead and move on because we do have a lot to talk about. Um next trailer on the docket. Brian, take uh take some notes for me. 31 minutes and 15 seconds. Um we are moving on to Blue Beetle, the DC movie that is coming out this August. We finally got our chance to see a look at Jaime Reyes and uh, what the Blue Beetle uh, world is all about. Um, I'm obviously going to let the DC enthusiast himself take the reins on this one to start, even though he did do a trailer reaction. It's up on the channel now. You can check it out. Um, and even though he did a trailer breakdown on his own channel, not the channel. Uh, Gio, take it away. What did you think of Blue Beetle? Thanks for the plug. <laughs> um, you know what? This is going to be a much needed hit for DC. Okay. And I say that because I say that with confidence. Okay. They are all about to show up. All, all the Latinos are going to show up. You're going to have the DC fans who are kind of in the middle. And even 
you know, fans of the Snyderverse, like we're all going to be there because we're so excited for this one. The suit looks badass. We love the filmmakers behind it. Okay. Cobra Kai star, Zolo Mari Duena. Okay. Like he is a star amongst the younger demographics. And so he gets to say the name every time. I'm just going to, I'm going to clip that audio clip. So when I have to say his name, I'm just going to play it. Jake and I have been talking about it. We're always so afraid to say it. Butcher, I can, it. I can say Zolo, that's fine, but his last name, no yeah. chance. Zolo Mariduena, no, yeah. no chance. How about the director on how Manuel Soto? No, no chance. No, okay. Um, I don't want to butcher it, I don't, yeah. it's, it, it's intimidating. <laughs> I, I do it, it's, it's okay. No, I'm, great, I'm, great. Gonna say, I'm just gonna but, say Miguel from Cobra Cat. That's all, I'm yeah. Gonna say. yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the suit looks badass. I, I, I love even the scarab, like, I mean, just. You know, like if you were a little boy, you'd play with that, you know, and, you know, it's it's cool looking. I love George Lopez as uh, Uncle Rudy. OK, there is people online losing their sh- about the Batman is fastest line. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's a throwaway line. That OK, laughed. that is a throwaway line and consider it in context. OK, it's Uncle Rudy, who's part of the Reyes family. OK, he that character wouldn't say that about a billionaire. He wouldn't say that. Come on now get over yourselves but anyways i think it looks great um there's a reason why hbo i'm sorry uh warner brothers put this movie on the big screen they have a lot of confidence in it um they still got some time to you know do some things as far as visual effects if they want to do that but i think given the age of the star zolo's 21 years old and if this movie's a hit it could easily tie into the dcu which they're calling a soft reboot why not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just bring it into your universe. So, well, it's yeah. broke. Now they're trying to fix yeah, it. Yeah, the, D- the DCU technically broke. Well, no, I'm talking about like the Blue Beetle. If that's really? a hit and it's yeah. not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm being a total apple. Yeah. I'm Damn. Being when is this movie coming out again? <laughs> August 18th. August 18th. Okay. I'm curious what your kids at the in the classroom will have to say about it, Brian. If if they even you know. I haven't shown care. it to them yet because I haven't been at work because I've lost my wallet. So once I get back, uh, they love it because I show them all the trailers for movies. Um, so I will definitely show it to them and let you know. Um, I think it looks great. I, I mean, I'm not. I Honestly, the only thing I hated out of that trailer was the song they used for it. I wasn't. I just didn't think the song fit i loved the trailer the things that i saw i just hated the song yeah (laughs) it just was i just didn't dig this what was the song because i had the spider-verse song stuck. i just want to (laughs) rock like i have stuck in my head right now yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) um i know all the trailers that dropped played like one singular song the spider-verse song works and we'll get to that but i agree with you i i like if they use it for a little bit cool but it was throughout the trailer and i i do agree that but it fits like he's he's a yeah i know he's a teenager and like it fits, yeah no. you know. i'm not it, it it did not make me not want to see the movie any less just don't like, be aquaman where you put it in the movie oh yeah, yeah unless it's like a quick like he's like, listening to me let's just let's take pitbull yeah. off the charts yeah no please <laughs> never again pitbull um, uh, they would be bumping Pitbull in Palomera City, though. 
I mean, like, yes, but if it fits fine. the setting, like if they're at a nightclub and it's in yeah, the not during yeah, like an action scene, yeah. you don't play Pitbull. You don't need Pitbull's yeah. dancing anthem through the middle of walking the desert. Like that's like we're good, we're good. But but I I think it looked cool. I Blue Beetle has always been a character that like I was interested in, but never really like learned anything about. Like he always seemed like a really cool different type of character he's so uh, cool he yeah so and he cool. just i'm i'm really excited to see what they do with it and i'm purposely gonna like stay away from looking up anything blue beetle so that way i can just literally go into it and judge it completely off of this movie i'm my only fear is too much george lopez mm, only that's fair fear. yeah that is my only fear like I don't, I'm trying to think of a movie where like you get to a point where it's like, okay, we get it. You're supposed to be like the funny, like joke, haha, insert here. Um, I mean, there's a lot of those movies. I know. Yeah. yeah. But and that would it be much like the families in the whole entire movie, which I'm cool with. Oh, yeah, that's fine. They can't overdo it. Like, but it does look like George Lopez is not only there to be the funny uncle. Like, yeah, he, he was giving he's him some heart to Uncle heart Ben. Too. Yeah, he's still be the Uncle yeah. Ben essentially. Right. Are you you're saying say he dies? Something? Yeah, are you trying to? Hit- oh, I don't know George that. Lopez dies, man. Damn, wow. hanging George Lopez out to die. Wow. But it, I'm I'm excited <laughs> for it. I'm literally going into this completely, like, clean slate. Like, impre- it's funny. I haven't seen Shazam, but there was kind of like a little like lingering like, eh. this, like, as far as I'm concerned. I'm starting at zero with DC movies when this movie starts. So I, I'm hopeful that like this is the start of something cool. And it looks cool. So yeah. I mean yeah, it does. Yeah. I I freaking look, I don't know anything about Blue Beetle. I don't anything I know about Blue Beetle is the Ted Cord one and that because of the booster gold relationship and all that. I don't know. I remember like seeing the 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 Jaime Reyes comics, but I never read them. Um, but this trailer got me on board 100%. I loved it because to me, it doesn't feel cheesy. Like it feels like it's in the real world and he just has this badass suit. And like when it cuts the bus in half, I'm like, damn, that's looks cool. The suit mm-hmm. looks cool. Yeah. The yeah. suit looks really, and like really cool. that blue, like that dark Royal blue, that's my favorite color. So it's like, this is just working on all angles for me uh i'm not familiar with i don't watch cobra kai i know i should but um i really jake well, how'd you pronounce his name again jake zolo oh <laughs> no i i really like him in the trailer. i really like him in the trailer um he has charm like he and but he can play the serious parts too as well and yeah i'm digging it i mean we're Look, we had Namor last year, you know, or the Hispanic representation, and now we get this movie. So I'm you're forgetting someone. Everyone is, is forgetting Miles Morales. Is Miles Morales, yes, yes, that's very true. God. Absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, I just went wild when someone I'm saying made a comment like recently, yeah. like in the past year, just talking. I'm not going back. Like when did, Jacob, when did Spider Verse come out? 2019, 2018, and wow. even America Chavez. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. We're God, and, Jacob, you're just forgetting about it. No, I'm just joking. But the thing is, 
this is the title character, the yeah. starring role, the main person. So that's the important part. And I, I love it. And the fact that I love that the family saw him get the powers, like it happened in front of them because <laughs> right. how many movies do we see in shows? Oh, they got to hide it from the family. And then, Oh, the family yeah. finds out it's a big deal. They just find out right away, which is cool. <clears throat> so I, for just to piggyback, since that's what they're talking about really quick, Jake, uh, you're definitely right. The like Latino wave in cinema is pretty well, big. It's, right it's overdue, first of all, it's, but yeah, yeah, but it's like it's the biggest I think it's ever been. I mean, look at look at you had Andor, you have the there. It's a, a very common normality in movies now and TV shows and. Uh, I mean, and look at Pedro Pascal. He's arguably the biggest star on the planet. Oh, 100 percent Oh yeah. Oh yes. Daddy. <laughs> and Oscar. Wait, Oscar Isaac's. Latino, well, he's in, right? he's in. He's in everything. But yeah, he's in Spider Verse. Is he? I could be wrong. So he was in Guatemala or something like that. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Cuban, maybe one of those. No. I'm just gonna be quiet now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Latino uh, audience is gonna be really happy to hear that thirty. Around thirty percent of the movie is in Spanish with subtitles. Is it really? So that's yeah. That's kind of cool. It makes I sense, right? Yeah, makes sense. And yeah, yeah Oscar Isaac is Guatemalan. Okay. Um, nice. So, I think I have the most connection to Blue Beetle here when it comes to just us four, anyway. Um, My knowledge I've, only comes from the Injustice game. I've I've read some the comics. Injustice game, yeah. Um, I've read some comics. I experienced him in Smallville for his short-lived time. He's in Smallville very, too. Very Smallville? short, very very short time. Yeah. But yes, is it he, Cord though? No, it's Jaime Reyes. Oh really? Um, oh, that's Jaime cool. Uh, and then Young Justice, which I don't know if anybody watched Young Justice. I watched I watched all of Young Justice, and it's a fantastic uh, DC television show that's on HBO Max. If you wanted to check it out. Um, and I'm looking forward to the movie, and I, I cannot wait to see what they do with Jaime Reyes. The suit looks incredible. But I will say, and I've said this yesterday, and you can come after me for it if you want to, I felt like I was watching the CW at its best. That's the vibe I got from it. I, I didn't feel, and I don't want it to be a knock towards what they're going for and doing. That's not what I'm trying to do because I'm excited for it. I'm going to be going there opening night, etc. I'm just being honest. It felt in a way like a TV movie to me. Well, it was made that way. It, some of the special effects didn't as far, not the suit. The suit looked fantastic, but there's a, there's one shot of, of a pan up of co the court building that I'm sorry, looked awful as far as a special effect. And there's plenty of time to fix it. I get that. You're talking I'm about the court saying, industries? Yeah, the I'm just yeah. saying first impression for what I felt as a viewer, it felt like I was watching the best of what CW puts out. I'm talking like best Arrow, best Superman and Lois, Flash <coughs> at its best. Like, that's what I'm talking about. And again, I'm, I don't want it to come off like I'm not looking forward to it or that I hated it because I didn't. I like Zolo. I love him. I've watched Cobra Kai every year. I think he's a great actor with great potential. I think the story's great. I think there's great potential. I just felt like I was watching a TV movie. That is all. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think that's fair because, you know, first of all, 
don't we love the best Arrowverse stuff? Like, yeah. we love it, right? 100%. So, also, I mean, Gio, everybody knows this. They made it for HBO Max first, and then they decided to make it theatrical. So, maybe they were like, nah, let's get these special effects in. Like, let's improve. Yeah, they got three months. So, we'll see. But Four I months. hope so. I really do. I, I don't... want it to succeed because I want to see this character for years to come because I want to see this character with Booster yeah. Gold. That's all I care about. Okay, that's what Booster I was... Gold and Blue Beetle. He's like, not. Booster Gold isn't in this, right? I wouldn't expect you to, him to okay. be in it, but maybe they do a post credit no. scene. Does okay. Booster Probably. Gold yeah. ever have a good re- or any relationship with Jaime Reyes, though? I don't know, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. And is it the same Booster Gold who had a relationship with Ted Quarter? Is it a different person? Same Booster Gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested in that. I'll yeah. be interested. It's, dude, it's too. awesome. Booster Gold and Blue, like the two weirdest characters you could put together, but they're awesome. Yeah. Blue and Gold, baby. It's he awesome. has to be in this movie, right? Like, I don't know if he's going to be in the movie because or it's a his, reference it, or something. Jaime Reyes is first time in it. Yeah. And because Booster Gold comes from the 25th century. It's oh. like a whole thing. Oh, I, we're doing this. They're doing the Booster Gold yes. show, right? Yes. Oh. Which is why I think you'll probably oh. see a post credit scene, if anything. It'll so, tie yeah. like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I personally think you probably won't get like anything, only for the fact of probably like, not. Yeah, I forgot only, about the show. Yeah, only for the fact of I think this is kind of be gonna be more of a, like a soft test to see if this can maybe like kind of start off the DCU, um, because. After this, we have what? Flash and Aquaman? Aquaman. No, uh, Flash is first. Flash is first. Flash is June. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So Flash. So Flash will already happen. Then this. So really, you only have Aquaman after. And from what we've seen, they're kind of alluding that Aquaman's staying around. I don't really know. That's what Jason Momoa is suggesting. Like, yeah, there, there will be a third Aquaman, but you know we got to see how it does, okay? Yeah, because Shazam wasn't exactly, uh, it wasn't a hit. So. Because let's be honest, it wouldn't make sense to connect it to anything right now. Like their best bet is to kind of just let it be its own thing. Well, yeah, and, and it doesn't have to, you know. Like yeah, and so yeah. if it if it does well, then it's like. Yeah, this is going to be with us. Like, this is a part of our new stuff. If it doesn't, which I hope it does really good, then they can just be like, yeah, that was a part of the old slate, and we're going to move on from there. So, I mean, I think all four of us would cross our fingers in hopes that it comes in rather than goes out. But that's why I... Because if it goes out, they won't do Blue Beetle again for a while. Probably not. And I... Look, I I'm I believe that like for example, a Shazam movie can fail, but if they wanted to keep the character played by Zachary Levi in the universe, they could. But they'll just never make a Shazam movie again. They could do the same with Blue Beetle, because um, I would like to see this character continue and see where he can go. But to be honest with you, though, from the way they explain the powers, not Jaime, but the suit seems very very OP, <laughs> like. Yeah, bear. It, it said it could destroy the world. 
it, it's it's an alien it's an alien technology is what it is yeah and like it's, suit, it's only one in existence or is there like an army of them somewhere i don't well, know well but... in the trailer there was uh a shot that looked like the matrix and all the sentinels mm-hmm. and i guess that's gonna be uh like other scarabs that well they've been experimenting on it which is why they held it at cord industries because ted cord used it at one point in time right and then they're trying to weaponize it like they always do um but when the scarab gets in a situation it takes over it it doesn't listen to anybody like it had it's a sentient being essentially so yeah um, i was gonna say isn't the scarab like an it's like a living thing yeah, wow. it's it's very much a, a sentient being where if it decides to, it doesn't have to listen to Jaime or anybody that's in control of. So. Right, it'll it'll choose what commands to obey. And Samir, so it's yes, like Venom. you're absolutely right. That sword moment, man, like get ready for battle and just the whole thing he does. He drags does it, it across sound the, like Siri? Like it's floor. just is that is that just the Siri voice? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds cool though. The voice, <laughs> yeah. Jacob. That's a good like comparison. It. Saying it's kind of like Venom. Yeah, uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you guys off, but Gordon is right. Thank you, Gordon. Um, so it comes from what's called the Reach, yeah. and the Reach is a very powerful uh, villain uh, group. It's called they're word, called but, insectoid species. Uh, they are a big oh, wow. part. They're a okay. huge part of Young Justice. They're a big, big part of Young Justice. So if you ever check out Young Justice, you'll get a lot more information on Beetle and everything that that comes for. So um all right let's go and move the show along because i don't want to lose too much time here we're gonna uh take a pause on two trailers and get to some movie news which is very very big in uh the world of entertainment going on right now um it was announced yesterday yesterday evening that warner brothers is nearing a deal to reboot the harry potter franchise as a tv series on hbo max so (laughs) we know that the harry potter series or harry potter there's been a rumored TV series for a very, very long time. Well, we know that that TV series is now officially going to be a reboot of the movie franchise focused on the seven books from J.K. Rowling. She is going to be involved. And the article did make a note that if it were to go through, it would be seven seasons with one season being one book. So a la what the movies did, you get one season on Sorcerer's Stone, you get one season on Chamber of Secrets, and so forth. So um, I talked about this quite a bit yesterday, so did Brian. So I want Jacob and Gio to kind of start this off, and then we'll filter in and and talk about this for the next, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Jacob, you start this off, man. (laughs) What are your thoughts about this uh, Harry Potter news? I am very torn on this, honestly. Very torn, because... I think, and so if I'm not mistaken, this would be like, all right, the movies are their own thing. We love them, but those are going to, like, it's separate. Like, this is a reboot series. Yeah, no one no one from the movies would be involved. Everything okay. for that you've seen up until this point is done. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So because for me, like, if I, could, if, if I got my dream Harry Potter project, it would be a sequel movie with the harry potter cast so the like cursed if, I, child? if yeah but it doesn't have to be cursed child but anything because yeah, you didn't read the book right the yeah i know for like but just that would be my dream harry potter project now maybe they tried that maybe they tried to put that together and it fell apart or it's just right. the cast is not interested or something if they're not if they can't do that 
then I want this. Um, Because I think the Harry Potter lore lends itself so well to being told in a TV series. Like it just does. You can, you can spend so much more time like at Hogwarts, like just being there and experiencing it. And you could dive a little bit more into the books. My only other issue is, and look, we need successful wizarding world projects. We need them. It's, it's one of the biggest franchises just in pop culture of all time. Um, I worry that, so when J.K. Rowling, when they made the movies, J.K. Rowling had final say over everything, right? And if I'm not mistaken, they're pretty accurate to the books. Like, almost like, it's like exactly. It's, it's like 60-40 from whatever. It's, oh, okay. So it's accurate, but they, but they leave out a lot. Out a lot. Okay. So I'm just, I wish she would give a little bit of creative control to whoever's going to be overseeing this. And unless there, she's like, okay, we're going to put in everything that we didn't include in the movies into this series, then that could be different. But I just, how is it going to be any different from the movies if it's a direct adaptation that she has control over and we're just going to adapt it directly again? I don't know. But trust me, I'll be there up at midnight watching the first episode, 100%. I will be. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big, big Harry Potter fan. I mean, I've enjoyed the movies. They're freaking amazing. Um, all of them. And, you know, I can understand the outrage on Twitter because it's what? 12 years since Death and Hallows Part 2011, I think. Yeah, so 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. so just about 12 years. Some would say that's too soon. But for me, I'm like, those movies are always going to exist. Now you have an opportunity to tell, retell the story on a different platform. Uh, you know, a, a big time platform that's eating into movie theaters, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But you have the opportunity to slow it down and add more into this type of storytelling and include things like Jacob said that you maybe left out. Okay, because I I haven't read the books, but I promise you, if I talk to ten Harry Potter readers and ask them, is there something in the books that you really wanted more of, or something that you would have liked to have seen, all of them are probably going to have at least uh, one answer. And so, yeah, I mean, I could see people's you know hesitation with J.K. Rowling and all that. I mean, it is her property she created it she is a genius when it comes to harry potter whether we like it or not like we wouldn't have it without her but i just i'm okay with them doing a streaming series on presumably hbo max right is that what they said hbo max or it'd be hbo max yeah it'd be hbo max and do something like this and you know i'm sure david zaslev and company tried to negotiate with uh daniel radcliffe uh uh emma watson and rupert grant grant yeah and you know i maybe there's somewhere down the line where they could do something like that i don't know but i'm open to it i i i'd be okay with it i want to see more quidditch 
for me. I, I want to no, see don't get me started on Quidditch. Don't get me started on Quidditch. I've talked more Quidditch that. matches. Um, <laughs> so there's definitely one reason as to why they didn't return, and they'll never be able to get a sequel series of any kind going forward. It's because J.K. Rowling. They won't work with her. Plain ah. simple. <laughs> they will not come back as long as she has control or around. Got it. No, so I'll never. You know, that's all you have to say, and now it makes sense. Like they, they will will never get any kind yeah. of continuation or story connected mm. to the movies as long as J.K. Rowling is in charge of Harry Potter. Mm. Was it like because of the way because the, she's transphobic? That's why. Yeah, because she's full on said some very harsh, terrifying comments and has doubled down on those comments. Over Double, years. triple, quadruple. Oh, okay, so comes after quadruple. That makes a lot of sense because I I totally get it, and especially like I don't know. Um, like I know Emma Watson is very like, you know, she's an activist and, and stuff. And so I know she would not be for that. So that makes a lot of sense. And Andy makes a really good point and I was going to get there, but I'm scared for this because who are you going to get involved to work with her because of those comments and things that she has done hmm. well, I said yesterday and you went, I'm talking about directors. I'm not you. You talked about the actors and stuff yeah. yesterday. So I'm talking about directors, <laughs> writers, people who are in control of the story. If they're paying attention, how are they like who is going to get involved if she has full control? Now, just backing off that for a second, just my opinion. I don't like this because there are so many other stories to tell in Harry Potter. And we talk about it with Star Wars. We talk about it with Lord of the Rings all the time. There is so much time before Harry Potter that you could tell stories. There are so many different locations. How dare you? Are you going to really go after the one thing that I've <laughs> If you say the one thing I say. I'm, I'm not going to say it, but I'm leaving, I'm okay. leaving it for you. Because <laughs> I, I know that you're the I Harry Potter fan here. Strangle so. you through the. <laughs> and look, I'm going to be there. I mean, I'll, I'll watch the episodes. I'll watch the show. You know, I'll do it like everybody else. But we beat ourselves over the head talking about how Star Wars stays in the same flipping circle. And now Harry Potter is doing the same thing. They're retelling a story that is not even 20 or just over 20 years old. And has already been told twice. It's, it's been told in books and movie form. We don't need a television <laughs> show. Even the books aren't that old. <laughs> like, we don't need a the television very last show one came out on in this story. Mm-hmm. Like... I get it. They left things out. They want to tell that story. It's a moneymaker. I get it. But you're, you can't tell me that if they created a story that was in the Wizarding World that had nothing to do with Harry Potter and put it on HBO Max, it would not break records. You can't tell me that. Well, I don't know, man. Right. Look at the look Jake, at the Fantastic Beasts and how that. I'm, but okay, that's fine. Fantastic Beasts, the first one was a brand new story that nobody knew anything about. It did right. really well at the box office. It did. And then the it second did. one probably did even better. And then it fell off because the movie was shit. And she started getting really loud. And then I, I'm sorry, like you can't tell me that if you put an HBO uh, or a Harry Potter series that was about anything in the Wizarding World, people would not be excited for it. Like, no, of course, the video game just did. Look what the video game just did. Harry Potter, yeah, I feel like the video game that video game was was a big measure of the video game to me is an outlier only because we have never gotten anything even close to that in the video game realm. I mean, the video games that did come out 
were literally just the movies and you just did exactly the same thing as the movies. Like, and even also, um, uh, uh, I'm just had a brain fart. Uh, even the Lego ones were they literally just playing the movie like this was something that has been wanted and craved for for ever so i think honestly they probably could have put out anything and it would have done well and even non-harry potter fans went crazy over that game just because they they love games and they're gamers Yeah. yeah so um, yeah, it was a Pokemon Go effect. But I still think it it still shows how popular Harry Potter still is, I think. Like there's no okay. doubt about that. Here's the the thing though, Jacob. You and I have prime example. How many of the kids do we know actually care about Harry Potter though? Yeah, that's a fair point. Younger generations don't. I, it's our generation. I even have 20 like young 20s coworkers and they're like, "No, I've never watched Harry Potter movies. I heard they're good though." Yeah, and I'm like, wow, like that's so. I think maybe you guys are right. Maybe the younger generation hasn't caught on. Like, obviously, we grew up with it. Like, it was huge for us. Um, and like maybe people a little bit younger than us. But like, once you get to so, what it that, feels like is that J.K. Rowling is just set on retelling Harry Potter for every single generation until she dies. Yeah, I mean, earlier when I said like. If I can't get a sequel movie, I want a series. I didn't mean a, a retelling series. I just meant any series, but this is your fault. I always thought that like I'm blaming you. Just because all right, my favorite Harry Potter movie. I know this is nobody else's favorite is Goblet of Fire. My favorite Harry Potter movie is Goblet of Fire. 100%. I love oh when the other schools come to Hogwarts and they do the games. I was like, okay, do something. Go to the American school. Jacob, Go to the- they, she literally did that whole entire thing about, she created a whole entire world for the Pottermore website. And then now she's going back. To, there's a million things she could do. Yeah. And well, I'm saying you could have went to a different school in a different that's country. That's what I'm saying. There's seven, see TV series there. Boom. There is seven different wizarding world uh schools we already know you have the american one you have hogwarts you met drumstring and bow battens and then you have one in japan and one in russia and one in uh africa and one in brazil it's like yeah they need to dive more into that exactly Mm -hmm. but what i've been saying is they should have done what I've been saying for years, and that is tell the story of the creation of Hogwarts. Tell the story of the four founding house people yep. coming together and creating Hogwarts. Can't tell what? me there was no drama there. Come on. What? Of course I there mean, was. Yeah. Slytherin <laughs> alone. There's your villain. I like, mean, maybe that could be a part of their plans once they go through this whole seven series. But you think of this. Seven because, seasons of television, right? Say, let's say right. it doesn't air until let's just put a number, say late 2026. 24. Okay, okay. Tw- I'll, I'll say 25. You, I'll Jeffrey. give them the benefit 25. of the doubt, right? Okay, seven seasons of television could be around 10 or more years. That's mm-hmm. 12 years of the same story until we get something new. You've got to at least equate but, about probably a year and a half between each, show. yeah, like, but it. 
but it won't be the same because there'll be things that but I know the completely ending. rushed over or or missed. Yeah, but right. I, I know what happens. But the like, end I, result, I get you. Yeah, I get the end result is the same thing. Like we, we don't the know last the story. Of us. Like who wants to see Cedric Diggory we, die again? Who wants exactly, to see I was die just again? thinking, who are they gonna cast as Cedric Diggory? I'm gonna riot <laughs> if I don't like the cast. But wouldn't That's you be someone I don't know to see more <laughs> Cedric Diggory, whatever Cedric, whatever Robert yeah, Pattinson? Can we get him like, wouldn't, like can they change like more it to where he doesn't die? Yeah. But just imagine this. Let's just do this. You have what is it? You have seven books. Right. Each one takes what? Let's just say uh, a year and a half. Put a year and a half on. A year and a half. Right. Okay. You're in the range of it not finishing for close to over 10-ish years. Okay. So we're going to be, I'm not going to say the number actually (laughs) now that I think about it. We'll be a certain age. I'll be 45. (laughs) Don't say it. I was... (laughs) Didn't realize I was going to say 43 out loud until I had to say it. Um, Keith, where's Keith at? Keith will be. Keith will be an old. He'll have gray hair. Yeah, Keith will have grandkids probably. Keith ain't got no hair. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> gray beard hairs. Yeah, yeah. Beard gray beard. Gray. Yeah. That is someone I sh- we should have asked his opinion before we yeah. did it. Um, I just. Look, all I'm saying is, okay, like the, the idea is to get more Harry, Harry Potter fans on board, right? What are kids more likely to watch nowadays? A movie in theaters or a series on Netflix or HBO Max or something like a Cobra that. Kai or a uh, you know, Invincible, whatever. I'm just uh, I mean, they let's let's put it this way though. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't so let's it depends if the me. parents have the service. What if they don't have HBO yeah, Max? You have to ask Jacob, right, Gio? Um <laughs> Well, no, I mean, no. The thing is, they don't have HBO Max. Like elementary school, most of the kids they that... can go pay for a movie, right? Uh, they can go pay for a movie. If they don't the have thing. HBO Max, they don't have access to it. Here's the thing that I'm interested in: the diehards and stuff like this, for the most part, are taking it as a slight, right? If you don't recaption, recapture this new age with this story. You're putting a nail in that coffin for a long time because I think I feel about Superman that well, you're yeah, I know, but it's Henry Cavill. He's right. It's it's interesting, though, because from what I've seen online, it's like 85 percent against it versus like 15 percent for it. That's a lot. If you like. A lot of people are gonna be pissed off at this and not want to watch it. So you better like, you better catch this new era because it's not like you're gonna spend ten plus years telling the story and then go back to the movie version and try to start over with different stuff. So it's like, and we haven't even talked about this, but what if it's bad? <laughs> what if like, what if it's not good? Yeah. Like, what if the first season comes out and it's just like a lull? My, I'm just gonna have a really well, hard time. It's a win-win for you guys because then it's like, aha, cancel. There you go. Wait, no, how many Harry Potter movies Harry did David Yates direct? 
No, he, they're not going to let Harry Potter. He directed the last four Harry Potter and all of the Fantastic Beasts. Just ple- look, David Yates, you're a talented person. He's probably the only guy that'll work with J.K. Direct, don't direct the series, please. Just You're good. You did good. <laughs> you gotta move you on. did good. Uh, the other, the I'm just... Jake's like, come on. I know. Come on, Brian. Say it. No, it's okay. I, Say I, it, Brian. No, I honestly had a brain fart again. And just, oh. I just, I don't know. It's, oh, I remember I was going to say the hardest thing for me. I, think, I know. Shut up. The hardest thing for me, and I think most people would, is going to be, is seeing these pay, people play these characters that we fell in love with. With, mm. I'm never going to be able to look past Alan Rickman. I'm never going to look past Robbie Coltrane as Hagrid. Are you kidding? Emma Watson as Hermione. Come on. Like that. I mean, especially- I know Jacob, you're with me. I know you're with me. Jacob. Oh, 100%. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna All right. We got to move on. Gotta move on. on there. Got to move on. Uh, okay. Next trailer we're going to get to. We have two trailers left. We have about 20 minutes left in the show. That leaves 10 minutes with each. Uh, let's go ahead and get to. Uh, the one that Brian is looking forward to the most. Uh, the second trailer for Barbie released today. We have a brand new look at Greta Gerwig's Barbie Land, as it says in the trailer. Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and an incredible cast that has been put together for this film. Brian, start this off. Thoughts on Barbie? If I could see one movie the rest of this year, it would be this movie. <laughs> not, I, I'm not even joking. Like, I don't need to see any other movie this year other than this movie. I, I mean, you can watch my reaction. Uh, it was just, it's everything I was hoping for and more. Because guess what? This is my favorite kind of movie. Stupid funny. I and it's being told by my favorite director with some of the best actors and actresses get out of here like uh, this is like professional white chicks and it's it's i yes everyone's getting beached off after this i I literally showed it to my mom and she was cracking up and she usually thinks that this stuff is stupid. Like she's, I sent it to my sister and she was like, I didn't even know this was happening and it, I cannot wait. I, I can go on and on and on about this movie. Like everything. I can't get over how it looks. It literally looks like, like a Barbie world. Like it's, I, I was, my mom even said, did they really like, are those real sets? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they built parts of it for sure. I'm sure. Like it's but, Warner brothers. They have their own lots and everything. So yeah. And in fact, I text everyone does. But, yeah. yeah. I text Billy and I was like, do you see the trailer? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I can't believe I'm excited about a Warner brothers movie. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. i uh i'm not surprised it's it's greta gerwig but it's also noah bomback who greta gerwig is is with obviously but um he is an incredible storyteller in his own right and you put the two of them together co-writing right he co-wrote yeah okay okay so 
and he obviously was in, he was uh responsible for marriage story which was an oscar nominated film mm-hmm. um the film looks spectacular as far as visuals go it looks like a barbie movie should um i love it it looks great uh i love the comedic side of it all but what i love the most about it is that everyone just looks like they're having fun oh yeah which yeah. You don't get a lot of those types of movies. Um, and it has such like a wide variety of cast members in it. You have Oscar nominated people, you have great comedians, you have very popular actors, sex education actors are in there. There's three of them, can't wait. Like you have Will Ferrell, you have Helen Mirren, who's the narrator of the film. <laughs> then you have Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. You have Simu Lu. He, he like, looks so good. The cast so good. is bonkers. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, who's an actual canon Barbie doll. Did you know that? He's a canon doll. He's Um, Ken's best friend. He's Ken's best friend who fits in all of Ken's clothes, apparently. Um, Wow. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I'll be there. I don't know if I'll be there opening night because Oppenheimer comes out that night. But how dare you? I I will I will definitely be there and I will 100% be excited to watch. I think it looks great. Jake, you and I are going to be like double feature. That's a double feature, Brian. Okay, double feature and cosplay. (laughs) Could you imagine a Barbie cosplayer is walking into Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer? Exactly. Yeah. No. I look. This looks so much fun. I look. How many? Like we get GI Joe movies. How many movies do we Transformers? How many movies have male toys gotten like made after? You know, like so many, right? Yeah. Look at the the Power Rangers. You know, uh, you know, girl toy like of all time right most popular and they're making a a movie off of it and it's greater gerwig look to me so this was the second trailer right there was a teaser yeah well this is tech they called it teaser trailer number two okay if this is a teaser i'm okay with it but there has i get it it's there's something going on right we don't know if this is like a fantasy world or whatever the case is right i need a little bit of story like what's the plot that's all. I just, I don't, I have no idea. Well, we know with they you. go to the real yeah. world. We know I they think, go to the real world. So I, I have a guess on what it is. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead, Brian. I want to hear that. I think for me, if I had to guess, she's going to get tired of the same life in the Barbie world. Like nothing's changing and tries to go off into the real world. And go for yeah her. no that's, that's yeah that's, fair. i mean i think it's gonna be like free guy i never where saw he's him. like yeah where he's like what is this like what am i in you never saw free guy brian no i never saw it dude brian i, I missed it too. To the movie add that's it to the movie. challenge list wait you you haven't seen it either i haven't seen it either no. <gasps> oh dude covid wow. ruined a lot of I things i can't believe free guy was that, but free guy's fantastic all I'll say, look, I don't want to go too high, but all I'm saying is like at least 700 million for Barbie. I, it's like, gonna make a chunk it's gonna because change. yeah, it's gonna like, make money. You know, I'm gonna go watch it, and I don't. I, like, I let's put it this way. Barbie. Let's put it this way. Warner Brothers massively needs this movie. Yes, like, massively needs this movie because the movie that's going up against they used to have control over in Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan left them. So it needs to make a chunk of change. So I'm rooting for this. Gio, go ahead. No, I mean, I I agree with all of you in the sense that, you know, it looks great. I mean, I wouldn't know what a Barbie movie would look like, but it would serve that right there. I mean, yeah, that it seems right. You know, just even the costumes, right? I mean, you have Ken, 
you know, and I, I can't wait to see him in rollerblades and, you know, the behind the scenes set photos and you got Barbie in her car. Like everything looks plastic, even the rollerblades. But, uh, and then like Jacob, you know, I just, I, I want to know more about the story. Okay. Like, yeah, there's Barbie land, but is it like the mascara where like, you know, you go past that and it's like the real world. I know at the end of the trailer, um, Ken and Barbie, they were driving off and they were probably going to go and, I think that's where Will Ferrell's character is. He's in the real world, you know. So, probably, uh, I think he's you know, in Barbie Land. No, I think from the little poster stickers, he's the creator of Barbie or the owner. Right. Of- oh my god, they're ah. pulling a Lego movie. Yeah, I think he's which the- also had Will Ferrell, which is also Warner Brothers. I think he is. The- <laughs> I think it's kids playing with Barbies, at- and there's a reveal at the end of the movie. A uh, side I- note: I love that the neighborhood of Barbie Land is. Barbie land. <laughs> it's spelt Barbie land. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> no, that land has everything. Like there's a, a Barbie Statue of Liberty there. There's the a Barbie slide. president. There's slide. It has a beach off. A beach off. A beach off. I can't believe they did I can't that. wait to go see this with you guys and just beach off. I'm excited, man. I'm going to try to get Gabby to come with me. Oh, yeah. going to get her to try. Her and I are going to sit next to each other and just kick you the whole you'll be an Oppenheimer. We're going to be over in Barbie. Uh, but uh, Jacob, can you imagine if like all toy Hasbro toy movies and stuff were made like this? I.E. Power Rangers. Well, they need to. <laughs> I know. They really like they need to, because I mean, we saw Dungeons and Dragons, Gio and I, and it was really good. And so like, come on, Hasbro, you got, yeah. <laughs> You, they own like what ninety percent of like the the popular toy brands. But yeah. is Barbie's not? Oh, Barbie's made by Mattel. Uh, Mattel, yeah. Mattel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I'll go ahead and close this out. So Jake, Jake had to head out, guys. So we'll go ahead and finish. Close this out. Here. There's still two minutes to talk about Barbie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just meant like I didn't say we're done talking Barbie. Uh, I'm using all the stand time. We'll close, we'll close out the show, but I'm. So- yeah, I was just going to say, like, Greta Gerwig directing. Uh, there's more to this movie than just the fun aspect. She's a genius writer and mm-hmm. director. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. I hope Saoirse Ronan just pops up. I haven't really. seen any Greta Gerwig movies, so I know I got to watch. That's I got to watch Lady Bird before. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. I challenged you to a whole entire wheel. You watched which one? Oh, no. Those were Saoirse Ronan movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 You I, haven't I, seen I, Little I, Women? No. I like he would have watched Lady Bird before Little Women, but the thing is, like, she's not, you know, she's a great director. Like, I love both of the movies that I've seen from her. Um, but I don't think everybody would like her movies, like, um, but to me, they're great. Um, so but I think she's gonna like she's gonna knock us out of the park. She would not take in this project if it wasn't something important to her. Yeah, and and it's a it's a blockbuster too. So it, mm-hmm. it's a, it presents a different kind of challenge for her, you mm-hmm. know, who she's only done what indie movies. Right. So, yeah. And how often do we like Ryan Gosling is very selective of what oh, he does. Yeah. And like, look, he's a great person to play Ken, but like he wouldn't just join it, join this. If it was like just a dumb throwaway movie. Like, I think there's more to it. That's coming. I just looked up what she's doing. She's going to be the writer for the Snow White live adaptation. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aren't they already thought... doing a Snow White. 
Well, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. The Gal Gadot and Rachel Z. Gal she's Gadot. not. Yeah, yeah she's, she's not directing, or they haven't named a no, director yet. Says, no, she's the writer for it. It says. Uh, wow. I mean, she wrote Lady Bird, Mark, right? So director is Mark Webb. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we knew that. Uh, oh, that's, a, that's a good choice. But oh, God, I can't wait for this movie. Simu Liu looks. So, Simu Liu as uh, what is he like? Other Ken. Yeah. So everyone is Barbie and every girl is Barbie for the most part, at least in Barbie land, it looks like. And every guy is Ken. Except except Ken's best friend. His best friend played by um, Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra. Is there only one of him though? Mm -hmm. So he's best friends with all the Kens? Yes. (laughs) And they all wear the same clothes. That's funny. So are they like rivals? Simu Liu and Ryan Gosling? That's that's the sense I was getting. Yeah, I think that's they're how they're presenting be, it. Yeah, they're going to be rival Kens fighting for Margot Robbie's Barbie. They have so like the a dance is, off that reminds me of like Grease. Yes. Ryan, if, I mean, I don't, I'm not a Barbie expert, but they made different races of Barbies, right? And they'd call them like Blank Ken and well, Blank so, Barbie. Because my sister was a huge Barbie yeah. person. Um, they they all had different names, but in this, they're just. Ah, you're just Barbie. Okay. Everyone yeah. is Barbie. So I mean, I like that. They all had different themes, though. The skin color. That yes, they gave them a different name if they changed it. But mm-hmm. I think they're more instead of saying like, "Oh, she's black," so we're gonna make her this name. They're all just gonna be President Barbie, Malibu yeah. Barbie. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of just being different because of their skin color they're just different because of their job or yeah like what they do which makes more sense i think personally it's like why does why does the black actress have to be not barbie like everyone's barbie no there's gonna be a lot of like meta stuff in this movie like in social commentary like 100 percent. i can't wait and look brian i know it's your number one most anticipated but like i'm so i'm really excited for it like it was, it was an honorable mention of mine. It was creeping around that 12, 13 mark for me when we were making our lists. Number one, I would rather <laughs> but, see this than any of the remaining Marvel movies. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and it's your number one. So, and, and of Dune. course, right. And do. Of course. Dang. It's saying yeah. a lot. Um, all right. Any last thoughts guys, before we head on to the Spider-Verse trailer? No. Um, uh, all right. Well, we got one more trailer to talk about, and that is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Official official trailer. It says official trailer number 22 in the notes. Dang, we got 22 trailers. Nice. Um, uh, Gio, I'll go ahead and throw this to you first, man. You didn't get, I mean, because you're not as excited for Barbie as Brian and I, so you didn't talk much about it. But how are you feeling about this Spider-Verse trailer, man? I know you're looking forward to it. Oh, 100%, man. I mean... <laughs> That first movie, we all know how incredible it was. It's debated often as far as like, you know, is it the best Spider-Man movie, much like Lego Batman? And was that, you know, the best of that movie? Um, And it's just now we know a little bit more about the story, right? It's Miles and he's going to have to make a choice, right? Because all the other Spider-Man have made a choice. Like they all lost Uncle Ben and without Uncle Ben, they wouldn't be here. And so he's going to, you know, go through this uh, huge conflict of, you know, and the trailer teases his dad, you know, possibly 
dying, which I hope is not true because you can't have back to back movies where, you know, uh, Uncle, what was his name? Aaron? What was his name? Uncle? Oh, Miles oh Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron, yeah. I think. Aaron? Yeah, you can't have him dying and then the dad dying in the next movie. That's, man, that's that's heavy. But, you know, I let's, let's hope not. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's another fun trailer. A lot of a lot of insane Spider-Man lore stuff happening. Okay, all these different characters, and then they all give the pose, you know. Or <laughs> yeah. Literally a room full of dozens of them pointing and whatnot. And I don't know if you guys saw the international trailer, mm-hmm. but they teased uh, they teased uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Really? Not that they're in the movie, but like yes, they just used voice clips from yeah, and their outfits. They they show their outfits, which I don't know why you would tease that. Wait, like, so go out of the I got to go back and watch that. But how? In what context? It was the international trailer, and all it was was. I think it was just before this trailer. It was just like you just heard like clips from the movie and then like saw their suit, like just the chest, the spider. But it didn't like show them in the movie or anything. They just took like little pieces Mm -hmm. of clip from a a line in the movie. Which I wonder if that's intentional because the third movie is beyond the Spider-Verse, which you know could hint that it's going to go beyond animation and into live action that's yeah that seems to be the popular theory right there so there's a chance you could see those three spider-man and this is just a little bit of foreshadowing but i don't want to go too far ahead um i i think it's you know i I think this movie is just going to be insane on another level i mean I mean, if you thought No Way Home mm-hmm. was an incredible feat with three Spider-Man, it is. But like now you're times in that by, what, 10 at <laughs> least. And you're going to have uh, uh, Spider-Gwen, obviously, Miles Morales, Peter Parker Returns. Uh, you have Spider-Man 2099. I mean, it looks like there's hundreds. But as far as ones that will actually be characters, at yeah. least, you know, five to Jessica ten Drew, right? Yeah. You know, she'll I probably be... <laughs> Yeah, Spider Punk. And then you even have a little baby Spider Mayday. Mayday. Yeah, Mayday Parker. Oh, That's that cute. looks hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't. Well, you guys go that. ahead. Like, talk. I've, I've said it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like, I mean, look, I, I would be very surprised if they showed a trailer that I didn't like because I'm already on board for this movie. I, I mean, I don't love the first one as much as like uh, Keith does, and, and maybe I think Brian, you love it too, right? Like, I mean, we all love it. We all love it. But How dare you? Keith like loves it through the moon. Like he thinks, you know, he thinks very highly of this movie. Um, oh, I think it might be the best Spider-Man movie of all of them. Yeah. See, I'm not there, but I freaking love it. It's definitely a top three Spider-Man movie ever made. And the thing is, it didn't do great at the box office. If you guys remember, it caught on like later on and especially when it went to netflix um did it go to netflix right yeah like, yeah so it caught on there but you guys are right the second one this movie's gonna make big bucks because so money kids love it yes they absolutely love it like there's things kids talk about him yeah yeah they're, same with mine they, like it's ingrained in their pop culture they know yeah. it they i mean obviously they know spider-man right because like everybody knows spider-man Peter Parker, right? But then you add this, you know, half African American, half uh, Latino character, and it's like it just adds on a whole nother yeah. layer to them 
their engagement with the Spider-Man character and the Spider-Man lore. So, and they love that first movie. Like it's, yeah. and it also like, you know, they see the way Miles dresses and they want, they want to get some Nikes too. They want to put yeah. their hoodie on. Like, it's just, it's a whole cultural thing as on top of being a superhero thing. So it's, yeah, it's going to do big bucks and I, and deservedly so it looks amazing. Let's I love when he says, okay. I'm going to do my own thing. Like he yeah. says, you got, everybody keeps telling me how my life's going to go. He says, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. Which I makes me think that. he's not going to lose anyone. Cause he's going to like, he changed. Yeah. The path the I time. hope he doesn't like, I hope because every time we see a movie where it's like, Oh, there's this thing that's supposed to happen. It's fate. You can't stop it. Yeah. It always ends up like, the hero figures out, yeah, I can't stop it, but that's okay. Like, I'll still be happy anyway. But I want to see him actually stop it. Like, yeah, right. it would be different. And I think that that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Jacob, you hit it completely on the head. Uh, my students, if you mention Spider Man, they're assuming the Miles Morales one. Nine out of 10 times. If they're talking about Spider-Man, it's the Miles Morales. Oh, nowadays, yeah. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. Like, let's put it this way. So my whole entire class is Marvel themed. And I've been make I make uh, like poster size, like cutouts of each character and whatnot. I started with Peter Parker and the kids were pissed. They were like, you, you better do Miles Morales. Like that he's the best Spider-Man blah, 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 blah. So like they're extremely passionate about the miles morale. So see like, look, so this is, so I have like these all over my classroom that I've made. So I made that one first and they like immediately were like, you better go do miles Morales. They're like, we don't need that one. We want the cool one. Uh, Disrespect of legend. Yeah, but I mean, that's, no, but I, it's I see what thing. they mean. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of it, and especially where Jacob but and the I thing work, is, they still know who Peter Parker is. Like, yeah, they do. The thing, yeah. Um, but the thing is, and especially where Jacob and I work, this is a character they can see themselves as. This is, I mean, Jacob and I work at a school that is predominantly Hispanic and black. Nice. That's it. Like mm -hmm. I, I can count on my, he's on the elementary school. I'm on middle school and high school. I can count all the white kids probably on one hand. So it's a very mixed school. And so them getting to see Spider-Man, arguably top three, most recognizable namesake Superman be like the uh, super characters be like them. It's huge to them. And mm -hmm. he's like Jacob said, he's cool. He's he's not your average costume character. He's walking around in Jordans mm -hmm. uh, and listening to the music they like to listen to. And so it, it's huge. I guarantee you, if I was to put a poll in my class of you had to pick between a lot like Peter Parker, MCU, Spider-Man and this one coming out. 90% of them are going to pick the animated one. Right. Like, that, like it's, it's no contest to this generation's Spider-Man. He's their Spider-Man, it, which it it's awesome. It's yeah. cool. It's different, but he is their Spider-Man. Just like Peter Parker is 
our Spider-Man. So as far as what you said, Gio, I, I a hundred percent think that by the end of this trilogy, he will be jumping into some form of live action. Yeah. It, it, it just makes too much sense. And the kids are going to lose their mind. They're going, it's, it's, it, it's literally money on the table waiting to be grabbed. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it, I hope it's, it's Garfield or um, McGuire being the mentor to him. That, I, somehow Gar, Garfield somehow. I, it's funny. I was listening to someone talk about it and they said that combined for the Peter Parker's, they are all the perfect representation of Peter Parker or of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. You have, they said Andrew Garfield is the best Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man and uh, Tom Holland is the closest mixture of both of them at, together being the best. And it's, it's kind of dead on the head. Personally, after no way home, I kind I would rather see the Andrew Garfield one. Yeah. Be, if we're going to have Miles Morales be a mentor to or mentored by one, I kind of yeah, would rather I mean, have that one at this point. Tom and Holland, you know, we, Tom Holland one is still 19. Still, yeah, he's way he's too 19, young. 18. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got a whole college trilogy to do. Yeah, 100%. And if you guys remember that scene in uh, Amazing Spider Man 2, like probably the best Spider Man scene where he helps fix that kid's little uh, science project after yeah. he got bullied. And then walks with him, and everyone was like, "Wow, that's that's Spider Man right there!" And like, you could do that with Miles Morales, you know. And I also think it's it's cool to that they're making this character is they can see kids can see themselves as him, and they also didn't make him just basic. Like he's super smart in a private school. Like, got you good taste right? in music. Yeah, like. It, he looks cool, listens to cool music. He's getting really good grades, except for his B in Spanish. That part was hilarious. <laughs> and his mom's mad at him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's cool. It's a good thing for them to look at and enjoy. Like, I I will say we didn't talk about it. The spot I like the design the spot of Spot and the powers. The yeah. like he has. What does he have? Like bread coming through his stomach or something? Yeah. Like, he, it's just, he, if I believe correctly, it those spots c- can also be like multi-dimensional. I so, would be surprised, yeah. So it's gonna. I mean, he's he, he's gonna probably be in this movie the secondary villain to the twenty ninety nine one. Well, it looks like he's in his on his earth. Yeah, right? he's in his version. And then once he goes with Gwen, like. Maybe he doesn't see him again. Who knows? Yeah. Know. So I don't know. I I'm so excited for this movie. And Jason yeah. Jason Schwart Jason Schwartzman is the voice of Spot. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love the look of Miguel O'Hara. Right. That's the character's name. Yes. He looks so. I mean, it looks like a little bit like Oscar Isaac's, it but does, like a little bit a different version of him. It looks great. Samir, that is actually a very good point. So Samira said, after the Spider Verse trilogy, Miles won't. You're need right. It. No, 100. Like, well, th- um, this Miles won't won't need a mentor. Well, I would just say if, if he's gonna interact with a Peter in live action at all, I want it to be 
Garfield and Maguire. Like I just want more preferably Garfield. Garfield. That's fair. <laughs> it, that. Because if he did come to our MCU version one, he would have to literally leave like his family and stuff. So he probably wouldn't stay. No, I don't think so. So that's a very good point, Samir, that by the third one, he wouldn't really need a mentor as much as maybe like a work together team up type situation. Which, yeah, it would be more which, like that. Which, I mean, another th- reason why the kids love him so much, because he's in the video game, that Spider-Man mm-hmm. video game. They did the mm-hmm. spinoff of Miles Morales. So not only are you getting to see him on TV, you get to play him as a video game. The game is amazing. And the new one comes out. Uh, it's not it's Miles Morales, but he's going to be in it in September. So, really? I mean, yeah. Um, I, it's, yeah. This movie is going to make so much money. So yeah. much. Money. No, I agree. I mean, at least $800 million, I think. Oh, yeah. At Which least. is crazy because I looked it up and it made... Like three uh, something, right? Three ninety four. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's still pretty good, but oh, not it's great. great. Not great. Um, great. all right, guys. Well, that should do it. Unless you guys have any more thoughts, that'll do it for this episode of Apocalypse. Now, thank you all so much for joining us in the chat. We could not do this without you guys. And we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. But before we do, um, we'll do a couple plugs and say where you guys can find us online. And I'll start with you, Geo. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Insider Geo. On here, Apocalypse movies, just doing a little bit of everything, uh, reactions, news clips, and uh, of course now, and uh, my separate channel, Fandom United. You can find me on there as well. And um, yes, Jake dropped it, but I did do a trailer breakdown for Blue Beetle. You guys check that out. I'm also working on my thumbnail game right here. I'm getting a little bit better and better, <laughs> but it looks all right. It's giving so, me uh, Ted Lasso blue. Well, speaking yes. of Ted Lasso, Brian, are you trying to look like Coach Beard, or is it just happening? No, I, this is just pure laziness. <laughs> that's literally. Have you it. gotten that before? No. With your hat on and your beard. No. You're no, giving I've me never, Coach Beard vibes. I guess maybe I can which do that. Halloween is a compliment, by the way. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Ted Lasso, uh, you might want to check out that Blue Beetle breakdown. I'm just saying. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. Also, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are going to do it, but shout out to Jeffrey Miller for the uh, sticker. Oh earlier. yeah, thank you so much. And and yes. Karen, Karen right here. Appreciate thank you guys you. so much. You guys, you guys are uh, wonderful. All of you are wonderful and awesome. Yeah. You guys are the best. We do this awesome. in enjoyment mostly because of you guys. And Brian, where can they find you, man? Uh, be of all, you know, Twitter and Instagram, a uh, certain point of view uh, for just your pop culture shenanigans. Um, and then, yes, wing <laughs> wait, I can't stop smiling right from, after the Barbie trailer. Bar- yeah, from Barbie. And I've sent it to my phone is literally just have you seen Barbie? Have you seen Barbie? Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, Aaron. Also, congratulations to you for getting engaged. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Congrats. And then Fandalorian Club. We will be on tomorrow. It's Bryce Dallas Howard's yeah. episode. So you know something good is probably oh, yeah. coming. Um, and then Jake and I have plans at some point this week to freaking break down the Bad Batch finale. So yeah, I will say it says Fandalorian Club live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. 
-hmm. And then the Bad Batch review will be released Thursday morning. So there you go. Okay, so then maybe we're filming it tomorrow. But you will be getting the Bad Batch some point this week, but we will for sure be doing uh, Fando tomorrow. Definitely, yeah. As far as I know. <laughs> and don't uh, don't forget to check out those anniversary reactions. Uh, Geo oh, yeah. and Keith have been doing those. I believe Place Beyond the Pines dropped last week, um, mm-hmm. and we'll have more to come as well. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JacobBarley824. Also, um, if you play fantasy football or watch the NFL, my buddy Gabe and I, we are returning live tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. Uh, I've been meaning time. to say this the whole entire time, that your room looks like a situation room. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to turn it into. Like a war room right there. It literally Gio, looks like... I told, I told Gio, like, hey, whenever we come up with, like, a scenario or, like, we need to brainstorm, I'm getting the whiteboard out and we're just yeah. going to draw out all this. I could actually flip it over. And you look like you're in a 49ers like war room. Like I know. I know. <laughs> you but got a bed set up because like, you're working yeah, on it. It's like not as important though. Your yellow post-it say. notes are like who you're picking, like all that stuff. Yeah, but it's for fantasy football though. But anyways, <laughs> check out first round fantasy on YouTube. Um, we'll be going live tomorrow morning to talk some, some of these free agent moves. So come check us out there. And yeah, you and can find us. TikTok for it. Because I keep yes. saying they keep popping up on mine. Yes, we are on TikTok as well. Um, definitely. So, so go ahead and check that, that out. And <laughs> yeah, we are, right? Just did, Aren't we? we just did Shazam. I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. Uh, Shazam yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons. I know. I'm on oh, yes. a, I'm on TikTok and I didn't even know. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> uh, but no, but thank you guys all uh for watching us and we really appreciate it. And we're here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So We'll see you next time. Unless I'm the one clicking, because then I'm Brian not really clicking click this out. Thing. Brian will click out. In five, I will click out. Four, Bye, everyone. Three, two.